This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvonne. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on this episode. That I'm actually having the freedom to be able to actually make an episode today is actually proof that I've been able to push quite a margin of work that I've been having on my plate for the last couple of weeks. And in, in many cases, some of the work that I've actually been taking care of is work that has been revisited from probably last year, I have to say. And some are still on pause because I have to avail myself accordingly and in order for me to do that i need to just take care of the ones that are actually having not only quick turnover but also having the right degree of inspiration for actually that particular piece so when that particular piece the specifics have actually become crystal in my head i choose to jump in and make sure that they actually come to pass and become a reality and i'm actually making so many great strides like i'm revisiting certain pages of painting and when i'm looking at the painting i was doing the cool thing I noticed was I started having a, a better understanding of how to make expressions be more realistic. Like when I look at the learning curve I've had in the last 12 months in regards to this particular page of work, it, it looks way better now because I'm, I'm actually able to give it the the degree of real, realism that it requires and um, my, my play on colors even improved. Um, I'm experimenting with different shades and I, I used to have such a hard time experimenting with colors and even a friend of mine watched that particular uh, piece of work when she, she was hanging out with me before COVID happened and she, she actually told me like she could see that there's a degree of vibrance in the colors that I use so I'm grateful for the fact that there's actual growth in that which I'm able to do and that which I'm actually achieving and thank heavens for the patience of the people who actually get to collaborate with me because in the, in the few people I actually have are still being clients with me currently their patience level is actually what's actually working to my advantage because i'm not pressured to try too hard and make the material uh have such rushed and like brisk lines and and and, and strokes so by the time I'm actually making the final pieces and sending them out in emails, the, the client is actually happier for the fact that I've actually sent them the way I have. And it's truly fulfilling, I have to say. And as I learn how to better sustain my ability to actually work faster, because I, yes, I've been working excessive hours, but I've also actually been taking the time to, upon any two or three days of excessive hours of working, I take a break of not doing so much on certain days. And by informing those who actually are working with me of the degree to which i i'm able to perform and to which speed i'm able to perform they're happy with the end results and i'm also grateful for the fact that my my friends uh we still keep maintenance of conversation and all that and from what i decided to do because i, cho I chose to take a pause from certain episodes i was supposed to create because i wanted to have an objective view or an objective take in how i actually speak on these episodes because in the first gla uh, glance that you have of a certain idea and a certain topic, it becomes difficult to actually speak from a true place because you're still working with the emotions that actually come from how you feel charged or triggered by this specific statement. And by taking a pause from it, I, I tend to find more information becomes clearer to me. And in that clarity is when I choose to make the episodes of this podcast come to pass. Because I'm noticing even in many other podcasts that I'm actually a big fan of and I, I tend to enjoy. Lately, most of what they do is it feels as if there's a degree of some of the topics that they're tackling are with the hope of... How do I say it without sounding too... Um, there's, no, there's no perfect way of putting it. They're, they're literally 
consciously trolling each other and by consciously doing so it's seen as if more than five different episodes are having the same topics and they're having the same takes and having the same they, they seek to be they're just going for shock value and because they're going for shock value it actually kind of makes me literally feel kind of glad that i haven't come here minus like the last couple of episodes i've made i think i think one episode i made i truly did come here fresh out of emotion and i apologized for it in the last episode by coming back with a better perspective and fresher eyes at that time but i almost fell into that into that hole and i'm so glad i caught myself and especially the topic i want to touch on today because this one is it, it was inspired by countless conversations and it's one thing i was actually told by a lady who dare i say i'm attracted to and well after spending a, a moment with each other and having conversation and all that in fact after the chat that we had she mentioned something that actually i find it was a great lesson learned and i hope she doesn't mind me sharing it here and the idea was she caught the fact that in the way i interact emotionally i tend to move from verbalizing my insecurities in regards to love and relationship by choosing to interact in a more sexual and more sensual side because i feel more comfortable there and it's something that it's an exchange like it's a certain touch would lead to a certain reaction a certain kiss would lead to a certain kiss and the these are escapes i use whenever i feel a conversation is driving me towards me opening up and me letting my my walls down and i i tend to when i notice i'm letting my walls down like i push my guard up, up immediately and by her telling me that i knew she wasn't saying it to be hurtful and it literally was something i could actually in the moment actually respond that yes this is correct i'm i'm heavily guarded and my my heavy guard i think is because in the two years that i've just chosen to objectively two years going on three that i've just objectively chosen to not try be intimate in regards to being in love or even opening myself up to the idea of love i've chosen to find solace and comfort in the one thing that has always been my true north my north star is always my art and my work and in my art and my work i'm only as good as the last drawing i make and it's never really brought into question to what extent i can actually push myself it's upon me to do anything and everything therein and because i chose this specific cocoon to be where i hide myself it's become to an extent comfortable and i don't mind the comfort because the comfort in, in it of itself it just made me start rejuvenating myself by information rejuvenating myself by learning experiences in, in regards to how um i actually use the research that i do i do for not only the podcasts i've created and even like the political podcast i completely paused that because at this moment there's nothing really positive to speak on or I wouldn't be of much help if I came with the same take that actually gives you 
triggering information that has no solutions tied in i don't want you to be the zeitgeist there's countless news sources that can give you that already i'd like to come from a position of solutions and i think i'm slowly finding those solutions and i think one of the podcasts i'll make here it will be one of the things i found to be a potential solution and solutions seem to be found in stories in history and returning to the idea of how my insecurity relationship wise and my conscious thought to not try engage emotionally and even in in that i've noticed that i don't i don't hold all the cards <laughs> it's it's damn near impossible for me to hold all the cards because there's only so much you can tell yourself that yes this is how i'm going to move i'm not going to refer to that i'm not going to actually let myself go through this this and that and the supreme being the heavens or w- whichever avenue of faith you have that part tells you you are out of your mind we dictate what it is you just have to set the ballpark and just set your mind into what you want to do keep running towards the goal you want to run towards but we will provide the helper when we choose to so in any case in 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 my resolve to not try to be intimate i'm still able to learn and reap from some of these conversations that i'm having and since we can't really be intimate per se because of the covid-19 i haven't been sexually active this entire time when covid-19 was happening which i don't mind by the way and in that i literally just have re- returned to what i used to be i used to be every time i was single and that was i just converse with the person i just conversate with the woman for the sole purpose of just conversating it's, i'm i'm literally capable of that i assure you i'm able to just talk to you to talk to you because i want to have a conversation that's it if i had ulterior motives i will tell i'll tell you immediately those ulterior motives pop into pop into my mind i'd i'd like to think every person who's interacted with me has seen that if i have certain purpose and objectives i put it out there be it in business be it sexually or anything i'll i'll be very out about it and i'll say what i want to say and then i came across this um book that i i had downloaded the pdf i wasn't sure if i had it i wasn't i thought i got the audiobook but i think i had the pdf and then thank god for this uh app called read aloud that comes with uh, in microsoft i think there's also apple has probably one of the softwares that does this read aloud actually takes a pdf and reads it out to you so if you are a person like me who is always like trying to make illustrations come to pass and you're trying to do things manually with your hands and everything and you're not able to take time away and just sit down and read a book sometimes this app helps me run through countless books like if anything most of the books I've been reading and speaking about on this podcast that's how I consume them outside of audiobooks that's how I consume most of these books and the book I have right now is Robert Greene's The Laws of Human Interaction I think that's what it's called The Laws of Human Interaction or the laws of humanity or something like that and no actually the laws of human nature my bad the laws of human nature that's the book i'm currently on by robert green and the thing i love about it is the book actually tries to explain this one thing that we've always been saying in passing and probably we've heard of a uh, a paraphrase of it 99% of human communication is nonverbal some of the things we want to say we actually act upon them we do them some of the things that we wish to convey we tend to knee jerk reaction will be just how probably the grimace will have on our face after the fact or what has turned it impossible to actually sometimes just give yourself enough 
breathing room to evaluate the feelings you have is the fact that we're so integrated into social media and social interactions as far as the different apps that exist to make us interact even more that our knee-jerk reactions literally get broadcasted to the world because the phone is right there so you can tweet it you can actually text it you can actually take a photo of it you can take a video of it it's it has removed the opportunity for you to actually chew the idea and then release it thereafter and in the laws so far i'm, I'm just going chapter by chapter as we go and there's one thing that actually made me run towards this particular book and think about it in the sense of how i started the podcast in the very beginning my emotional insecurities i started thinking about how in many cases when i think about the relationship decisions i've made and the relationship angles i've taken and this is in in no way trying to shoot down the women i've been blessed enough to be in love with for no matter how long or how short the period was but in many cases i think i have personally been more of a narcissistic member of the relationship and my narcissism i think is what has actually worked against the ideas of relationship and i say this because i may be wrong because my, my thinking may change but i i choose to judge myself very very harshly when i begin to tackle the ideals of what i am and when i say narcissistic i mean this i'm not willing to compromise the work i create and the work i do for anything and when i fall in love i always try convey to the person prior to us even becoming a relationship in any way shape or form i convey to them that that which i'm tackling or that which i wish to achieve and when i put it in that perspective i hope to tell the person that my doing so has an end game in mind i know i'm capable of an end game if anything the last podcast should actually prove that for a fact when i wanted to be successful as a battle rapper and i became a successful battle battle rapper and i got the props that yes he can battle rap that was a chapter in my life i closed i didn't have to battle ever since my my solidification in the game was to make me have access to that which the game could open me up to in the franchise that is hip-hop entertainment so i know i have a stop button and my stop button hits once i succeed in that which i want to succeed in so i know i'm capable of stopping yes i'm a workaholic and i'm a workaholic with a purpose i'm not a workaholic just for the sake of insecurities that i have here and there but some of the insecurities that i have are part of what i seek to cure in my journey towards freedom my freedom is the freedom to create what i want not the, not the freedom to sit down and lounge i don't want to lounge i want the freedom to do what i want when i want to do it that's the freedom i'm seeking my wanting to have a home to call my own i wanted to have a roof over my head that i actually could say that i built this from the ground up my wanting that is so that when i'm in that space i can do anything and everything i've creatively wanted to execute and it's not that stuff that is just uh, a pie in the sky it's literally material that sits in notepads right next to my desk in fact the desk i'm sitting on right now as i record this podcast those ideas sit right there and 
they all get added on piece by piece and on the few occasions i haven't been able to release anything i've been using that period to research and better that which i'm supposed to execute thereafter from the different commissions i've had this year so far they're going to better that which is the creation so when i say these things to the person i hope to be in a relationship with i say it with the hope of them wanting to take that journey with me in the hope of them being willing to let me be this terrible person for a bit and my sense of terrible was this i i will always call i will always text you will always hear from me yes we're in the same city it will kind of feel like a long distance relationship but even with the fiscal means that i make at a certain time my hope is in the fiscal means whenever i have excesses we take those profits and those profits is what we go out and have great dinners with and every dinner is treasured granted it doesn't mean that it's frequent but in those few moments i i aim in those few moments to make them the best moments ever it doesn't work perfectly because in the world we live in right now we constantly need that reassurance but it, it's not something new either i i grant i feel like there was a freedom that mom and pop had in their times because it was a letter from nairobi to to the island the letter would probably get there in a week maybe more because there was a ferry ride involved or a boat ride involved and mine is instantaneous it's a text message it's the moment i send it seconds later you have it the phone call it's instantaneous it's right in my pocket we could talk every day of the week but but it's not enough and i get it i totally get it and when whenever my relationships fell in my last like three relationships i'll say i won't count the first one i never count that first one that one was the baptism of fire and i never speak on it because it just literally just i still am angry about that and it's just like almost 10 years later but i'm, I'm still i'm i'm, I'm healing <laughs> as best i can i'm healing but in regards to the last four relationships i had the last three relationships sorry my work got in the way every single time my work got in the way and it's the reason i chose this last time to be the one who just stops stop trying uh stop trying to be the person who could actually try get a person of who who you love to see things your way because you try ease them in and granted they don't come from an art background i don't think any of the girlfriends i've had has been a visual artist in any shape or form i feel like sometimes it's a conflict of interest to date a person in your field especially in my field because my field still doesn't have like structures that are built to sustain an actual lifestyle or an actual successful career it's not as easy and in that it leads to many disappointments and potential disappointments and when i chose to be single again and no no actually I didn't choose to be single again I was dumped let me put that out there <laughs> upon being dumped I chose to be single and by choosing to do so it just gave more time for what I needed to do to get done and I've been able to do it and it literally just made life easier sucks to say out loud but it does and the reason I made the visual I made for this particular podcast is because I remember watching the show uh daredevil 
on Netflix. And the show Daredevil had the character Kingpin Wilson Fisk, which was very well portrayed, I have to say. And the visual I've shown is of Kingpin and Vanessa. I've used Kingpin as a character in, in this podcast on, on previous episodes sometime last year. By the way, we've already hit our first calendar, so happy anniversary to us, right? And the Kingpin had a love interest in the first season, a lady called Vanessa. Vanessa was reintroduced to us, I think it was in the second the second or third season, I forget, of Daredevil. I think it's the third season. Upon introducing of this character, there was two things that actually happened in the second season. There was one thing that actually happened in the second season and the what actually happened in the third season. The second season, they introduced the character Punisher, who is a walking figure of rage. And his rage needs sustenance. And he constantly needs to hate, be angry, or be in battle mode for him to actually make sense of the world around him. I finally finished the second season of, of uh, Punisher. It was good uh, background entertainment as I drew. And in doing so, I realized his driving force, the, 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 the Punisher's driving force, is that he wants to constantly feel like he's avenging his late wife and late, late son and daughter. Because he's doing that, it gives him the solace he requires. Away from that character, let's now go on to another character who is not the Kingpin. The Kingpin became the Kingpin in the second season of uh, Daredevil, in that even the nickname didn't exist until he went to prison. And there's a statement he said, and I'm going to paraphrase, it's a statement he told the, the Punisher because he now fully controlled the prison that he was in. So it was basically like paid lodging that he gave himself in the prison cell. And he told the Punisher that he plays the long game. And when he gets out of prison, it's not to wage war, but to win a war. In the third season of Daredevil, he shows exactly how he won that war. For those of you who haven't watched the show, those are the, the, the ex that's the extent of spoilers I'll give you. And the character Vanessa is introduced into this story because in the sense that a person who had such a tunnel vision drive from the first season of the show, the, the Punisher character wanted to control Hell's Kitchen in New York. All he wanted to do was control that space. Little did he know that in his passing, he would meet a person he would be attracted to and want to be around. And she would see him for what he is and she'd fall in love with him for what he is. Didn't try change him or taint him in any way, shape or form. And when I look at that relationship scenario, I sometimes worry because in many cases, sometimes you'll find a person who you're fully and completely in love with, but who they are compromises that which is the decision you're supposed to make in the goal you had initially and sometimes goals have to change goals have to be altered because of the love interest that you have nowhere was this best portrayed than the movie that talked about oliver cromwell tim roth played oliver cromwell in this particular film uh, i'll find the name of it and uh for anyone who's curious about it, just tweet me or just just type tim roth and type Oliver Cromwell, you should find that film. In that film, he was second in command to the general who was actually speaking against the King of England. And the King of England was putting things that were not fair to the poor people and the and the people who are uh, smaller lords in in this in the country. And in the sense that Oliver Cromwell was willing to play second in command to his leader, who he completely. Uh, 
believed in and he knew all people adored him more than they adored Oliver. And then the fact that his leader would betray the cause they were fighting for in the first place because his love interest was aristocracy and she was a part of aristocracy. He couldn't go and do that which the soldiers expect him to do. He had to preserve love. And it's one of the reasons why people consider how hard it is or how cool it is to probably date chicks who are or dudes who are depending on your on your on your gender sex or anything who are of wealth when you come from the middle class or the lower middle class like i am with a chip on your shoulder sometimes you find it hard to fully express the fact that to a lady who yes you may be in love with and the lady who you truly care for she probably won't see things your way because there's already a plan that probably has been mapped out for who they are and this is an assumption that i have in my thinking a child of aristocracy doesn't get to choose their passions doesn't get to choose their living doesn't get to choose their their careers their careers are chosen for them by their parents and because they're chosen for them by their parents they hope that the kid will actually toe the line and even in their love interests that that also plays a part it's one of the themes i'm actually playing around with one of the uh, graphic novel ideas that i have but i'm not trying to say it to actually pass dispersions or to pass anger towards people of classes above mine it's not the case it's just in my perspective the problem that normally falls for guys such as me the issue is either my age because i may be slightly older than the lady i'm trying to be with and i'm only turning 35 this year and my convictions and the work that i do i'm willing to put in the work i don't want any handouts i do what i must I was even asked jokingly by a friend of mine about this money that has been put aside by the government to help fund arts and get arts to be funded in the sense of they can actually make money during the periods of COVID-19 and that would mean pitching for the, the things to be to be funded and I don't pitch unless I truly believe in the project and it's been a while since I've pitched for anything. If anything i pitch a product i've already completed completed that's that's how i live that's that's like a gentle flex but that's where i'm coming from and in many cases it actually led back to another conversation i was having with a friend of mine when i think about how marriage and dowry and all these things when it comes to the ideals of dowry i feel like when my time comes for me to pay dowry i intend to pay it off my pocket whatever my pop gives me on top of that is just additional cash but i want to be the guy who actually walks in and says like yes i have come here traditionally according to what you've said and this is all me my family is only here to back to prove that i am genuine in that which i am and some relationships may not really sustain that or enjoy that but i feel by me saying this i'm actually stating the fact that i hope to better understand myself and i hope to better deal with the insecurity i have as far as opening my heart again to the potential of love and if you haven't watched these shows or, or these films just find these i think it's the, the movie for tim Roth is called to kill a king i think uh just check that out the story of oliver cromwell and how they made the commonwealth of england but that should actually help you just touch on that but i may i will revisit this particular topic because right now i have to step out and be caesar or be nothing at all thank you once again for enjoying this episode and actually listening all the way to the end yes this was a long one i'm grateful for i got to do it and i'm grateful i got to actually rock with you guys and until next time oh no <laughs>